Hello and welcome yet again to the Reality Bite Cocktails and Roses, where we unpack everything to do with the Batchy. I am, once again, Georgia Love. I'm also, once again, Shira Taft. Very excited for this week. Huge week. I mean, we say that every week. We're not actually overstating anything. It just gets bigger every <laughs> single week. This week, we've had more girls tattling to Matt. Can you believe it? A crew member unwittingly got himself involved. And we're getting down to it, down to seven girls, all of whom have kissed Matt. So we're getting to the pointy end of the season. Matt's got some big decisions ahead of him. Of course, if you haven't seen the episode yet, make sure you head on to 10 Play. You can watch it anytime. And, of course, The Bachelor on Channel 10 every Wednesday and Thursday night at 7.30pm. But, Georgia, in the words of our favourite Bachelor contestant, Mary, it's time, bitches. We knew it was coming soon and it's happened. Some of our girls have started to get second dates with Matt. We had this actually twice this week, which is a big thing. You called it last week. Ellie was going to get the first second date. Obviously not surprised. Not surprised. Um, I still find it really interesting and having never been in the situation like you have, that you can leave people in the house who, you know, will never, maybe, well, they will never get a first date. We now know that because of the girls who've gone home while girls are getting second dates. I guess... It's just down to the fact that you want to spend time with the people you want to spend time with. That's exactly it. I've always thought watching the show, oh, that's really harsh. That's a real slap in the face. Like, I'm never going to take you on a date. But when you're in it, you're there to meet your person, right? If you've made connections with people you know you want to explore, you there's, there's a limited amount of time you get with each person. So if you know that you're absolutely not interested in somebody, what's the point spending a whole day on a single date with them when you know that there's someone there that you want to get to know more? And like, okay, we've had our first date. We've got all that out of the way. You know, obviously with Matt and Chelsea this week, he's gone, right, now it's time to start digging deeper in that, why would I take that time away from them to spend time with Mary, who I just know there's no connection with? All of those girls, there's like you could argue each of those connections is really strong with the final seven that we've got now. Well, just the fact that they've all kissed, I think, is is a big thing. Well, let's be honest. I think Ellie got this date off the back of the group date with his friend. Mm. She was unbelievable. She was ten out of ten. She was, you know, down to earth. The friend noticed it. She, she the old for the right reasons. She was definitely here for the mm-hmm. right reasons. So. Um, you know, Ellie left them all behind and immediately you see the connection. The fire, the fire date made me laugh, oh, I had to say. I, just I was laughing too because I thought it looked so beautiful, their performance. It was in slow-mo and it had this beautiful music. Yeah, but it wasn't but... in slow-mo and I don't think there was any music at the time. Exactly. So. You're in it and you're like <laughs> flapping fire about. I mean, nothing, nothing says love like second-degree burns. But either way, um, <laughs> what I did enjoy was I think Matt feels like he can be really natural around Ellie because she's yeah. that sort of chick, Struth and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know if you picked this up, but he said at one point, he, like she, when he was talking her into going to the date, he goes, all right, let's kick it, let's do it. And I'm like, Matt, trying to be cool, <laughs> like, let's kick it. Like, that. come on, mate, you don't normally talk. He's got the leather jacket on, then he tried, you know. The oh, whole can wait. No, don't fluff over that. We need to talk about <laughs> With him a hood. removing that leather vest. My God. never. If you had told me that was going to happen, I would have thought that would have been the most unsexy thing ever. I was wrong. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> and I liked that too because we've spoken a lot about how he's got real kind of sexual connections with some people, mm. namely Abby. We'll mm. get to that. Mm. Um, I didn't think he had that with Ellie. I, no. I thought, oh, I worry that it's going to get to a point where they're just mates. But mm, maybe no, not see, after that. I, I, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, firstly, he's talking about the future with her. 
There's a lot of future talk. Yeah. I can see her in my plans. I can see she's on the same page. I can see she's at a time in her life when, you know, and I think that's, you know, that's ticking something in, in, inside his head. I but also, as well I've noticed a little um, poignant sign yeah. too, in fact, in his date with Ellie. Yeah. One, of course, they did the fire dancing and then they had the campfire the first night. Is this like a little subliminal messaging oh, about their relationship fire. being fire? Or it could all go up in flames eventually. Oh. That's the other one. And he was wearing, <laughs> when they um, had their time on the couch at the end, his shirt had red uh, roses It was a rose it. shirt. It was definitely a sign. Also, did you notice their kiss? That wasn't like a, here's a rose, let's have a kiss. This was oh, no. hands on the face, it was hand behind the kiss. back of the head. Proper passion. It was like a passionate passion. Yeah. My thoughts at the start of the episode were that maybe they'd gone down the friend path, not by the end of their date. They're yeah. not They're not just friends. So we'll tick off a single date for Ellie and she's right in the mix. I mean, she's put her name up in lights. One thing he said, uh, which I thought was a big tell, was this. Oh, I love hearing you laugh because it's, it's just, <laughs> it just, it just, I, I can't not laugh. Now, I might be biased here, but the reason I think that's a big tell is Lee said that to me really early on. I'm like, okay, is this a thing? Have we got like a little sign here? You think liking someone's laugh is a... The same way as Lee finished. Or maybe if you don't like the laugh, you just don't say it. It doesn't matter. Could be a sign. It could be an alpaca. You never know. Uh, but look, it's um, he did say something like it's fun and it's effortless with Ellie, and that's you know that's a good sign that they clearly. You know, the girls notice it even on the group dates. They're always like, Ellie, okay, there's something going on there, but she's a favourite, you know. And isn't that interesting too because sitting home as the audience, I don't think we really picked that up, whereas all throughout this week it was in both Wednesday and Thursday night's episodes, people said, oh, well, it's just the Ellie and Matt show and why are we all even here? So it's really interesting. There must be some kind of like physical sparks that are going off when they're around each other that maybe weren't translating before this single day? Yeah, but, I mean, we've had, over the last few weeks, we've discussed a few of the girls who've come out of the woodwork. You know, Emma and Kristen got kisses in the last eight, and it's like, oh, here come these girls. Ellie's been consistent from the Mm. start. Yeah. First meeting to this point, it's never changed. Okay, so here's something I wanted to ask you about then. Obviously, he was really keen on Sagan's first up because she got the first date. Yeah. She didn't get the first or second second date. What do you think about that? I think Sagan's marked time now. Mm. I, early on I thought, oh, she's in this and he's just established that. Now he's going to go and see what other girls have got. And I think – I also think the Mon situation has scarred Sagan. Mm. She did, I don't think she came across looking that and, – and maybe we'll touch on it later, but in terms of how Mary dealt with bringing up the Rachel thing – was much better and different to how Sagan brought up the Mon thing. And I mm. think that scarred Mon, uh, scarred Sagan. So I think her time is marked. That's my own personal opinion. It is interesting. I think from watching all the seasons before, only one of two things happen to the people who get the very first date. It's either the number one favourite that goes on to be the favourite and then is the one that ends up with the Bachelor or Bachelorette at the end. Or they kind of get forgotten about. That yep. sounds harsh. I don't mean it in a harsh way. But it's kind of like everyone else pops up out of the woodwork after that and make a bigger impression. Yep. I think that's what's happening with Sagan. Agreed. So let's move on to that other single date, Chelsea. Were you surprised that she got this second date so quickly? No. No, neither no, was I. They've got a big connection. You keep saying they've got chemistry. There's uh, something there, though, that's really different, I think, to all the other girls. Yeah. They're just, they just, they feel like they've known each other 
forever. Like yeah. that's what you kind of get through the TV screen. They're just cracking jokes. They laugh the whole time. It's just this real comfort. Well, here's one for you. I think Ellie is the sort of girl that everyone would like. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about you, me, you know, the person on the street. Ellie's just a lovely, lovely Great person. Girl, yeah. Whereas I think Chelsea, and this is not saying Chelsea's not nice. I think everyone would like Chelsea. But I think Matt has a certain connection with Chelsea that he would not, other people wouldn't necessarily have. That yeah, because she's quite quiet. She's isn't quite she? quiet. She obviously comes from the background she comes from in terms of science, and they've got that connection. But there's something between them that is unsaid that I that, that you can feel. Yeah, Ellie's a lovely person and gets along with. Um, and there's some other girls who have interesting connections too. So no, I wasn't surprised that she got a second date. Um, and they just continued on with that connection, which was good. Can we just talk about the rebelling for a moment? Yeah. I was bent over laughing. That was one of the funniest when things I've seen on the side show. And he's like, it was just to- so bad at it. And it was so brilliant because, like, everyone on these shows just seems to be really good at everything. And, like, how can you just be told you're going to walk face first down a building and just be cool at it? But they all are. Except that Chelsea really wasn't, and that made me really love her. I love how he was like, I thought it was going to be like James Bond, just like rappelling down a building face first. <laughs> By the way, after after doing the skydiving, which we'll talk about more later, yeah. he was seemed more scared of this than he did of jumping out of a plane, which I found fascinating. Okay, little tidbit about yours truly. I've done both. Yep. Um, and the rappelling is much scarier because you've got to walk over the side yourself. I guess no one's Skydiving, yeah. you're attached to someone who yeah. jumps out. I'll give you that. So there we go. I'll give you that. And no. I was very bad at it too. <laughs> <laughs> so look, it, yeah, it was a funny kind of funny date in that regard. It wasn't so kind of sexual, although they're still touching as, you know. It's, yeah, but that's, still the, that's the interesting part about bachelor style dates is they, you know, most often the formula is kind of they do something adrenaline filled or something fun during the day and then they have this intimacy part where they sit down on a couch and they talk about their feelings. Yeah. And this date was a perfect example of why that works. You got to see them having a heap of fun together and then you sat, saw them sitting down and really, Chelsea really opened up. Well, I was about to say, that that's, that's, that's the next step for mm. her now was that um, openness. Funnily enough, after the whole baggage thing at the yeah. skydiving date, she brought some of that stuff up, but I think in a really good way, a really kind of like raw walls coming down, I trust you, here's my story. That's a big tick for and her. And he loved that. He loved was it. really impressed by that, which makes you think, I wonder if he'd also been thinking, oh, maybe we're just kind of mates and have a bit of a giggle. But uh, these, if the second dates continue on as Ellie's and Chelsea's have, he's going to have a really tough time to decide Well, he's got a tough time to anyway. Through. He's got a tough time anyway. And I think that we know about – one thing we know about Matt is he's emotionally connected. Mm. I mean, you've seen it just the way he gets – even in terms of what Mon said and what Rachel's, those things affect him. Yeah. So I think Chelsea and Ellie and these girls who are being emotionally open, he's really connected to. So watch this space, both Ellie and Chelsea, big players. We had an L bomb almost dropped too. <laughs> I thought we were going to and I nearly freaked out and flipped my TV when Matt said this. Honestly, I love it. I truly thought he was about to say I love you. I was like, oh, my God, there's still like six episodes to Too go. early, too early. Pull out, pull that ripcord.
G'day, Sandra Sully here. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you're looking for more to listen to, head over to Short Black with me next. I talk to all kinds of amazing women who are making a difference. Good women, great chat. We also had two group date scenarios in these two episodes and, again, very different. Adrenaline? Danger, yeah, adre- yeah, danger and adrenaline were really the key focus. I feel like from watching this show forever, they often do these kind of dates earlier on in the show and then get into the more, you know, in-depth, emotional, intense ones. This year they seem to flip that around a bit, which I like because, yeah. you know, it's not – We've got a different formula. We're seeing different things. We've seen people come out emotionally earlier and now we're seeing this side of them just kind of wanting to impress him in their games and stuff. I wonder if contestants go on reality shows now knowing there's a chance they're going to be pushed out of a plane because there's not <laughs> one reality show on television where you're not a chance for being <laughs> a skydiver. So you've got to be ready for that. But um, Let's talk about Kristen. All the other girls were super cool about it, so good on them. But let's talk about Kristen. Yeah. Now, as we're watching this, Lee said... That's a great power play That's, by her. Yeah, we, we, we talked about that as well <laughs> in goes, our household. This might be the 17th time she's jumped out of a plane, but she's pretending to be scared, so he'll hold her hand. Well, not just that. like And overcoming fears, he was like, uh-huh. she gets the time, you know, she, she gets the rose, sorry. It is a good play. If you're smart and you are tactical like that, you could say, I don't know that she was. But... Of course she wasn't. <laughs> it would be a good play. Some tabloid would have come out with all the photos of her doing her professional skydiving training by now. But you and I have obviously both done skydiving. It's um, When that door opens and you hear the rush of the air and you think this is real, it, no matter, I was excited to do it, I was still had that, my heart was pounding out of my chest. For her. And it's a great feeling afterwards. Oh, You're on a high You're for the high. rest of the day. Yeah. So imagine how they'd feel doing that as part of a date. That's pretty intense. So before we get to the actual jump, the girls had the baggage. Um, Osha asked them all to write down their, you know, the things they want to let go of. What did you what did you think of the things that they said? You know, obviously there's infidelity. A lot of these girls mm. seem to have been treated pretty badly in former relationships. I, I, I might be crazy, but God, there's some... <laughs> Terrible blokes out there. Yeah, isn't there? Well, that's why everyone loves Matt so much because he's just so pure and kind and beautiful and they're all like, what's what's wrong with you? Well, he better not turn that image around in the next 10 years because we love him. We love him. Um, but, you know, like there was infidelity, there was um, self-worth. There... I loved also that Matt was really vulnerable in his, saying he's afraid of being heartbroken. I think it's really, really endearing and attractive when a, a guy can say that. He doesn't seem like the sort of guy who'd be controlling either, which a couple of girls had controlling relationships. So, look, good to put it out there. It's it's another thing, I guess, a sign for the girls to be able to send to to Matt that they're... um, They can be vulnerable. Can be vulnerable. And and baggage isn't a dirty word. It's like everyone has some form of baggage from a relationship, regardless of, you know, the level of it. Some are bigger than others, but um, it's not something that can't be overcome. And one last thing about skydiving, because when I think of skydiving and I think I of The Bachelor, I think of Lorena, Lorena. <laughs> skydiving through a cloud and getting hit by rain and she's crying and her face is all messed up. I'm thinking... Hashtag never forget. Never forget, Lorena, we love you. All right, now the second group date this week was really different. And can I just say, in a weird, small batchy world coincidence thing, Alex, the circus guy with the big moustache, I worked with him in Malaysia when I was a circus instructor. Did he have the moustache then? No, he didn't have a moustache at all. That thing was quite a piece. (laughs) So, yeah, there we go. Small batchy, small world situation there. I was so 
jealous of this date because mm. obviously I love circus stuff. Um, the silks that Matt and Abby ended up doing at the end, oh, I've always wanted to do that with a partner, like a guy. It's such a, it's a really, really kind of intense romantic um, well, thing. Like, so I was jealous of this date. It was a great date. I like this date because you had five girls with an opportunity to do kind of physical motions with Matt. All of them had the opportunity mm. and they could show off the different skills, their flexibility, their, you know, he said communication. He was big on the communication mm-hmm. that Abby was giving him. But You know what? I know that sounded like a bit of a, all right, whatever, you're just doing a bachelor I like the communication. Abby, come over here. <laughs> no, but really it actually is. Those kind of things. I mean, what they were doing does require a lot of communication. Those doubles tricks like that they were doing in circus require communication and trust big time because you're literally at points falling and just trusting the other person's going to grab you. You're standing on someone's shoulders and trusting they're not going to drop you. It is, I, I actually, I like that connection. Do we think, as a side note, do we think uh, Mary knew she wasn't in the game at all and just sat back on this sort of day? Is that, is that what you do when you're in that position or is Mary still trying to fight for her right? I would I would hope that she's still fight, trying to fight for it. But interestingly, she and Emma both said, like Emma said she'd prefer to be at the pub. Basically none of them except for, well, we didn't hear Eleanor saying that so much, but everyone was saying Abby and Ellie were the only ones in the game at that point. So that's really interesting at this point now. As you said, we were, were down to seven, but it was nine at that point. They've all started realizing that any second some favorites are going to really start to show themselves. But don't you think as well, um, that because the, the girls talk and they understand the relationships that each of them are building, I would think and I sense that Chelsea says the least to everyone about mm. how she's going and what that so they wouldn't necessarily pick her as a favorite. Well, they caught we saw that. Um, Ellie, last night. I'm not they were sure, calling her a dark horse. Yeah, Ellie, I'm not sure how much she tells. Whereas Abby, mm. she's playing the game, she's putting it out there. I'm kissing him here, I'm kiss-, like that's why they think it. Um, so but I wouldn't be one- too fooled by what is just in front of you because behind closed doors, you know, you've lived it. Behind closed doors is very different. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, from an audience point of view, not many people thought I was going to end up with Lee because he just didn't I really didn't. say too much. I didn't. And, and I know Lee. Lee. <laughs> that worries me more. <laughs> really Why annoying. did you think he was still single? Really uh, annoying. <laughs> no, but I, I um, it can be that. It can be the quiet ones. It can be the loud ones. At the end of the day, it depends on the kind of person that our main guy or girl likes. And now I want to talk about what you just said about Abby, that she flaunts it and maybe that's why the girls think she's in the running. That's why I think she's in the running. Yeah. Their sexual chemistry is undeniable. Yep. This is the first time this season that I've actually thought, oh, God, I don't want to watch this because I felt really like it was a very, very private moment when they finished their little silks routine and went down to the ground and were met, like that wasn't she, kissing, and, that was f- Yeah, but she came in, oh. she came in first and, and gave him the lip. That was confidence with a capital C Yeah, for but her. that was like a... Wait, more than was, more than two people lot. with fire on their hands? No, no, because that was metaphorical. I mean, that was physical fire, not metaphorical <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. fire. No, what I mean is that kiss at the end there, I was like, oh, I feel like I should not be watching this. This is a very private moment. Of all three moments on the date, so you had two single dates and Abby with her big alone time, who had the biggest connection. Oh, that's hard. It sounds to me like you think Abby at the moment. Physical. Yep. Absolutely Abby, hands down. And this is what I think. Um, it really reminds me of Alex and Richie. 
they just had this undeniable physical connection that they just wanted to have their hands all over each other the whole time. And It's not know, everything. It's not everything. Alex and Richie showed that in the end, but she still was the one at the end. So I wonder what this says for Abby. All right, we've got to talk about our plan B now. So I'd be remiss of us not to talk about uh, <laughs> what went on. I mean, it, I have to laugh when I say it because it's just so extraordinary for um, this to sort of come out and it was just so beautifully – when I say beautifully constructed, I'm not saying this was planned, but I think the way the show showed it was was great because it's the truth. Rachel didn't feel it with Matt. She feels it with the crew member. Uh, how I... much of the crew members? Sorry, just quickly. How much of the crew members are you, you know, you seeing? You see them everywhere. There's cameras and there's. Well, I'm interested and there's... to know what kind of crew member it was. If it's a producer, obviously you're speaking to them all the time because you, you know, nah, I when you it's do a camo. the. I reckon it's a camo or a sando. But then you or... don't. The camos and the sandos have nothing to do well, with the producers. Winking. You only do because they ask you the questions in your interviews, yes. right? The yeah, camos and sandos. You, they just literally. Hide in the bushes. <laughs> yeah, so to speak. Well, either way, so Rachel's made a connection with this crew member. Well, no, hang on. She hasn't made a connection with them, with him. She thinks he's a bit of all right. Yeah. There was never any insinuation that he had any knowledge of her thinking this, no. that they'd spoken. She was just saying that. And can I give only the slightest bit of credit to Rachel where it's due? She wasn't saying, I'm not interested in Matt, but I'm interested in this crew member. She was saying, only one girl's going to win and it doesn't look like it's going to be me, so I'm Good setting up a little a side B. piece. Well, um, <laughs> I'm not sticking up for no, her no, no. in any way, That's shape fine. or form. That's fine. You know, we know how she feels. She's gone on morning TV and mentioned how she feels as well. Oh, God, Can't yeah. miss that. But she, I'm surprised at how overt she was about it because it's fine. I agree with what you're saying. You're allowed to have in your mind, look, it might not be me. But like being so overt, particularly with the other girls, and seeing what had happened with Monique, and that, like, why would she do that? Like, of you know course, what? I wasn't. This is a competition. Of course, girls are going to tell Matt. I wasn't so surprised about her telling the other girls because you know you're in that mansion with only those other people for weeks and months on end. You would talk about everything. What I was surprised about is that she spoke about it in her interviews. So when she was kind of talking to camera, she was, and you know, as we saw when Matt approached her, she was talking about that, Wasn't that great? to the producer with the camera on going, why would you do that? It all comes back to, and you'll remember me saying this from our first episode, on the very first arrival night, she had a go at Vaco doing the, um, catwalk thing and she said oh what some people will do for airtime and we spoke about it on this podcast saying it shows where her mind is she's just thinking about airtime not time with matt this was so obviously that she thought oh if i say this they'll play it because it's funny yeah no you're right i want to touch on i said it earlier but i think how mary dealt with it with matt was pretty good like she was oh hang on are we being really hypocritical now because we didn't like that Abby dobbed on Mon we didn't like the Sugand um, dabbed on I'm saying how it was delivered whether you think it's right or wrong to tell someone I thought she she's gave the fact she didn't say she's a this she's a that she shouldn't mm. do it she just said just so you know this is what she said it's just delivering the facts and I thought Matt appreciated that and that's a better way of going about it than say Sagan who made it look like it's not fair and you know she shouldn't be doing this and this Can is we really also my pick up on talk that. about my favourite and maybe an honourable mention for our MVP is the uh, the gospy producer that went and showed him I the know. number. And he's like, yeah, he did it. Deal with his honey oh, best And that wish. wasn't just it. He also <laughs> did this. So Here's sassy. his number. So I know. sassy. I loved it. So it played out the way it played out. And, of course, Rachel was sent home on her marching orders 
See you later. So obviously that was going to happen. He would have looked, Matt would have looked like an idiot if he didn't send her home. So obviously he was going to, but oh, it cut deep when he said this. Can we get a car brought in? I just loved that. You know, Matt, good, good on you. Show you, show that you're the one in control. And she hated that too because she had a little F-bomb to, to and <laughs> yeah, another she, one of our dog words yeah, uh, yeah. thrown in at the end as she jumped <laughs> graceful, into the car. A graceful exit, which she, um, you know, she went out the way she wanted to go out. I also that. love that Matt held on to her champagne glass as she got in because he was like, mm, you can leave that with me. <laughs> So that's where we're at right now. We've got seven girls left. All of them have had at least one single date. All of them have kissed Matt. It's going to be really hot in the next few weeks to see what he does. Who do you reckon next week's single dates are going to be? Well, I mean, part of me goes, I, why doesn't he take Sagan on another date and just at mm. least see? Because she's done that little funny um Oh, my God, <laughs> we didn't dancing. talk about the belly dancing. Well, dance. we can talk about it now. <laughs> she brought out the belly dancing, which, uh, look, I thought that it was actually quite cool and sexy at the start. Yeah. But the problem is the fourth wall was broken a bit when they showed her talking, which meant that they couldn't be playing any music in the background. And you realised, oh, there's no music. Yeah. You're just belly dancing and talking to him while you're doing it. Oh, God, it was so awkward. Good on him for staying there with a big smile on her face. Now, look, I respect her for trying to show another side of herself. Like, you, you know, you've only got limited time with this person. She thinks that he doesn't see her in that way. So he could take her on another date. I think that it's yeah. a possibility he takes her. My other one is Eleanor. I think that, you know, they had a date I thought was pretty good. Um, he took her aside for a kiss at a cocktail party and that's yeah. been it. So he needs to know with her where he's at, I think, don't you yeah. think? I think she'll be first up then, Sagan, maybe. Mm -hmm. If she goes that far, Sagan might not cope with if she doesn't get the next date. I think that'll be interesting to see how they handle it from this point. So we're not far away from getting down to the last few, some hometown mm. visits. These girls are going to meet his family and, and vice versa. Like, oh, God, I'm getting heart palpitations remembering that point. Like it's so, it's such a big deal deciding who meets your family. What's bigger? Sorry, whose family you, you meet. What's bigger, you meeting their family or them meeting yours? Me meeting theirs. Really? Because it's an insight into their life, isn't it? Exactly. I already know what my family life is like, so I can guess how I think Lee or Maddie would fit into that. Whereas I didn't know anything about theirs but what they told me. So I wonder how your family sits at dinner and whether I feel like I would... Um, you know, be part of that and what your friends are like. It's a big deal. Yeah. Do they have a laugh or are they too serious? Are they going to question you? That's going to be good. Look, we lost a crowd favourite. I mean, we lost my favourite oh, in terms of narrator, I... in terms of just the, the, the messaging that was coming through. She just said what we were all thinking. For someone who had very little time with Matt, Mary has captured our hearts. She made an impact. And got a lot of airtime on this podcast, oh, I must say. I mean, she said some of the best things on this show and I think it's only fair that we put together some of Mary's best bits from this episode. There has to be an easier way to find love. Are you kidding me? This is some bullshit. Girl, this is too much, okay? We are here doing trapeze. This is not foreplay. I thought Abby was crazy. Holy crap. That is like a person left then. But, yeah, that bitch took the crown. <laughs> Rachel's lips are so big because they are full of secrets. <laughs> We've got to honour our MVPs of the week, the most valuable 
people, persons, players, things. I mean, the Alpacas, you know, have, have made a mention or have been mentioned before in this part of the game. There's a lot going on. Um, Chelsea's chemistry and engineering books have got to be up there. Oh, yes. What is it? Was the, waste um, management. The handbook of waste management. I mean, everyone needs to know. <laughs> the least sexy thing, yet somehow the thing that's brought them the most together. <laughs> what do you reckon, MVP-wise? Let's give it to Plan B. We don't know who he is. We don't know what he does for a job, except that he works on The Bachelor. But he was somehow the biggest player in this whole week. I think an honourable mention to that leather jacket thing that uh, Matt wore. That <laughs> was close to MVP for sure. And lastly, word of the week. I mean, Plan B could easily be our word of the week as well because it was mentioned a lot. It was mentioned a lot, so it makes sense. But we've given Plan B the MVP, which means I'm going to give this our word of the week. You were kind of like space prawns. I haven't had a space prawn before, but... I've never heard of a space prawn, but I love it. And now I'll be calling everyone space prawns from now on. Well, as you know, we are loving you guys joining us uh, on Cocktails and Roses. Make sure you get to 10 play. Catch up on The Bachelor. If you're not up to date, you need to be. It's about to really heat up. And, of course, uh, The Bachelor on Channel 10, 7.30 on Wednesday and Thursday nights. Tweet us at hashtag RealityBite. We love to hear what you're thinking about the podcast, if you agree, disagree with our theories, um, and what you want to hear next. We've got an exciting week coming up next week. Um, slightly different show. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to have to tune in to find out. But before we go, of course, we always finish with, at this point in time, who we think is going to be Matt's final two. This week, I'm going to say, I'm putting Ellie in there. I can't remember if I've put her in my final two before, but I'm putting her in there because their date was amazing. Mm -hmm. And there was a little laugh comment. Um, And as much as it pains me to say, I'm putting Abby in there. Their connection is ridiculous. And I think... Even if it is just physical, I think he's being clouded by that at the moment. I'm with you. I've got Ellie in mine. Um, I I want to put Eleanor in there, but she's uh, uh, next episode she gets a date, she'll probably jump up. But for the sure, moment, uh, may I remind you, it's not your top two. I know you want Eleanor in there, but we're talking about that. my opinion, <laughs> Eleanor. Um, I think Chelsea jumped ahead of her just in this episode. Yeah. So I've got Chelsea and Ellie, but let's let's wait and see. Either way, we'll find out next week as another girl or two goes home. Georgia, this is big. But until we see you next time, we accept this rose. It's time to say goodbye.